Welcome to Sports, 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 the hate in your heart of sports and culture. Yes. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Assalamu alaikum. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, comrades, episode 148. How are we tonight? Feel good. Yeah? Hi, T? Yep, T's on yeah. point tonight. Yep. Ditto. Ditto that. Well, that's good to hear. I just took a look at the radar. Let's talk weather. Uh, I'm seeing a big old blob of orange heading my way. So halfway oh, through the really? Day, yeah. Last time we had a storm a couple days ago, uh, things became began a flickering in the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's on me, looking out at my trees in the current... Uh, my current situation. Did you get some uh, hail? Oh, hail? No, we didn't. Did you? <laughs> we did. We, uh, we had a neighbor. We were not home, but we had a neighbor tell us it was the size of Spanish olives. <laughs> That's uh, surprisingly specific. Yeah. It's, the, it's the specificity typically, yeah. but what is the size of a Spanish olive relative to Greek olives? I don't know. I've never had one. Snoop, can you fill us in? What about Iranian thing? Here, uh, hold on. I got some. I actually have some fresh from Aldi. Okay, Spanish olives. Brb. Spanish talk, olives. Talk amongst uh, yourselves. Okay. Yeah, we were uh, we were not in town, and but then I asked some neighbors, like, "Hey, should I like have our roof looked at?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, for sure, dude." Yeah, probably. So I call the insurance company, and uh, the claims adjuster ends up calling me back and and he's like now what day did this happen and i told him and he's like you said it's on the 11th that, that's weird oh okay, okay put your thumb, put your thumb next to that yeah so this is a spanish so it's just, olive. It's just it's like your traditional regular olive okay yeah, olive. i would no, say not, i would say grape sized it is not a regular olive dude it in my good. world olives are spanish there you go <laughs> <laughs> You live in that decolonized life. Yeah. Yep. Still Eurocentric. They're but. more. They're typically. They're technically more olives, but you know, Spanish more, whatever. Shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like a cocktail size olive. Delicious. Okay. Well, that that'll be helpful when that guy comes up to look at the roof tomorrow. But so you're getting a free is, roof or what? Well, I don't know. I mean, is it a good sign that when you first talk to the insurance adjuster? Uh, they just say he, no. He basically implies <laughs> that you're lying that there was a storm on the day yeah. that there was a storm. That is, I would say that's status quo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, I don't, I can show you a news story about like how all the trees in Crown Hill Cemetery in Indianapolis uh, snapped and there's all these branches down. I could show you some trees I saw that just snapped from, uh, yeah. but I mean, uh, go off, buddy. I don't know. Oh, no, dude. They will give you the rigmarole for as long as they possibly can. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Whenever I, whenever we've had hail, I always try and get a little bit of a recording of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've had, I've had a recording of it. Yep. Oh, yeah, on your, uh, on your spy doorbell. Yep. 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 Oh, did it pop off? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I've got video of it. So boom. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but anyway, 
Well, welcome to our uh, insurance, insurance claims uh, <laughs> and you episode. Yeah, it's Andy from State Farm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Aunt Flo from Progressive. Yeah. It's the general, that cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Great stuff, guys. Well, yes, actually, welcome indeed to this sports adjacent podcast we have here. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't caught the last two episodes, um, things are getting weird in the sports world while we're still sitting around waiting. (laughs) We've covered quite a bit of weirdness. Actually, I don't know about you guys. I'm noticing that um, some mainstream media, some MSM, is picking up on some of the stories. Here we go Uh, again. We're breaking. I I tell you what. uh, So uh, we've got – so a couple weeks ago – uh we had the we got that uh, time stamped we had the story yeah. about kgb uh and 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 his whole debacle former green bay packer and bay Packers. We got into, uh what he's doing now we got into the sovereign citizen movement we got into the hebrew israelite movement mm-hmm. now uh since then sports illustrated is now doing a multi-part series on uh, on KGB and on this whole thing, it's very interesting. It's well worth checking out. Um, uh, it's it, it, what's it called? Pray, uh, pray for KGB. Pray for, pray for Kabir. Pray for Kabir. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for Kabir is the name of the series. So they've got the first two chapters out. So if you've got time, if you if you uh, were into that story, it is definitely worth checking out. I will say probably not as well reported as as Corey Correspondent. Uh, I was just going to say, now, Corey has already sent out the cease and desist to Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated, correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, can you? Can you, though? I, I don't know. Do we not have a, num- a monopoly on this story? You don't have a monopoly on news. We're not manufacturing <laughs> yeah. consent, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. No. I asked, I asked Corey, and he said that all he cares about is that the truth gets out. That's all he cares about. So he doesn't even he doesn't even want a byline. No, or it's not about it's not about ego for Corey. Well, hey, good yeah. for him. Pure yeah. journalism. Yep. Yeah. And his kids were taken away from him, so he doesn't even have any mouths to feed. So he, <laughs> yeah. so he just wants he just wants to uh, he just wants the truth to get out there. Wow. Uh, but since then, uh, you know, I saw the story about Deshaun Jackson posting mm-hmm. uh, some anti-Semitic posts, some fake quotes from Hitler, and I when I I was like, oh, this this is weird. So I read the quote that he posted and I was like, this sounds like a Hebrew Israelite thing. And I did a little digging. Uh-huh. Guess what? It was definitely a Hebrew Israelite. Dude, thing. it's spreading. Yeah. And then this morning, uh, I saw Nick Cannon has been kicked off of whatever show he was on, uh, for, for anti-Semitic comments. I was like, huh, I wonder if this is a Hebrew Israelite thing. Ding, ding, uh, ding, ding. It's a Hebrew Israelite thing. So, uh, yes, thank you, Corey, for breaking. Corey on the tip. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. This has gotten this. This whole thing has gotten a lot bigger. And mm-hmm. uh, when when you said that you had uh, you had been talking to Corey late night and gone down, you two had gone down the rabbit hole together. I thought, oh yeah, this is. I don't want to know any more about this. Nope. I'm just pod. gonna sit back and listen. Yeah, yeah. this is gonna get huge. 
And you were right. You know, yeah. I just got to, we got, we got those moments where the two of you got an instinct. You got a real nose for the yeah. news. I would say we're tastemakers here at Sports. I mean, it's just a, another Woodward and Bernstein over here. cracking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, while you're listening, go ahead and hit that like and that subscribe button. You'll get more of our, uh, you can taste rowdy more often. How's that? Oh. <laughs> wow. uh, well, every Thursday we'll put out a new episode. Uh, so with that, we like to start the show this way. Hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, guys, first up, uh, let's talk about the team in Washington who has canceled their racist logo using racist letterhead. <laughs> <laughs> You can't write it. You can't write it. it Was this this Monday that this final came out? Monday went down. On Monday, on Sunday night, it was broke. broke, The the news broke that they were going to have a statement on Monday. So on Monday, they released a statement. And yes, this came from uh, the, (laughs) the, or was released through the Twitter Twitter handle at, um, and we don't typically say this on the, on the uh, show, but at Redskins, mm-hmm. the official. Um, I have to bleep that. Yeah, exactly. The the official Twitter handle of the team in Washington, which uh, as of today, as of recording, Wednesday, July 15th at uh, 10.49 Eastern, still has not been changed. <laughs> they forgot. <laughs> yep. New, new season, new vibe, new Rivera. Same name, even yep. though you put out a press release that you are. Uh, They're trying to find the computer guy to change that. <laughs> They're retiring. Right. He got third load. Yep. So uh, they on July third. This is. I'll just read the whole press release. It's it's really like four sentences, five sentences. Yep. On July third, we announced the commencement of a thorough review of the team's name. That review has begun in earnest. As part of this process. We want to keep our sponsors, fans, and community apprised of our thinking as we go forward. Uh, aside, notice the the um, ranking of who they want to keep apprised. That's going to come back. Today we are announcing we will be retiring the Redskins name and logo upon completion of this review. Dan Snyder and Coach Rivera are working closely to develop a new name and design approach that will enhance the standing of our proud, tradition-rich franchise and inspire our sponsors, fans, and communities for the next 100 years. Now, this was released, as mentioned, on the um, official Washington Redskins letterhead from their Anova Sports Performance Center at Redskins Park in Loudoun County, Virginia, which is located at 21300 Redskin Park Drive in Ashburn, Virginia. If you want to learn more, you can go to their website. It's www.redskins.com. And, uh, for specific media-related requests, go to media.redskins.com. So I can tell you guys, they are serious about yeah, retiring. You know, yeah. It's like the Grand Wizard reading the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so. well, Dan, Dan Snyder, I'm sure, consulted his Washington Redskins Original Americans Foundation that he started in oh, uh, no doubt. 2013 and then defunded in 2017 when <laughs> trademark issues were resolved. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just a couple of quick questions. I'll just start off with this. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the Redskins got canceled, but it's kind of confusing. 
<laughs> right. They're, they're well, like a, like a uh, trickle-down cancel. As we yeah. talked about a few weeks ago, it, it was the public essentially got the the um, the, the banking class uh, to right. realize that hey, we're not going to take this anymore, and then the banking class got the uh, the big brands, the Nikes, the FedExes, FedExes, uh, and whatnot to uh, to think to realize oh hey oh yes hey, this thing we've known is wrong uh, could actually be costing us money. So mm, maybe we should take care of this. And so that, in turn, is what has led to uh, the name, which Dan Snyder said in 2013, we'll never change the name. It's that (laughs) simple. Never. All caps. He said, you can use caps. (laughs) Never. In in his quote, yes, he did say, you can use caps. Yeah. So, so yeah, so so but but yeah, since so now since uh, at that point in 2013, the sponsors you know didn't care, but now they do, uh, yeah. and so now the the, the now that money's at stake. Now the name's changing. Surprise, surprise. Even though, like I said, Dan Dan Snyder started this uh, Washington Redskins Original Americans Foundation where he was supposed to give money to. Uh, uh, reservations around the country for special projects and, and listen to the elders, which turned out that some reservations got some money, but uh, a lot of the money also just went to schools to use the name Redskins as their sports team. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it was a Stay Racist America fund? Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> You'll never walk alone, kind of thing. <laughs> um, right. Well, yeah. I mean, he made it clear in the statement um, who this was for and why this was happening when he put in order that that they want to inspire their sponsors <laughs> first and foremost, then the fans, and then the community. Huh. So there, you know, we've said this many times on the on on the pod. You start messing with the white man's money, it's on. It's Hit on the wallet. That's that's when that's when change happens. Yep. And that's what happened here. I think it was it was FedEx, <laughs> Nike, uh, and there was two Coca-Cola others. Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola? Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. So this was not done because it was the right thing. And even in their statement, they make no mention for any harm that was that was done or any offense that was taken in this whole thing. It's just they're retiring it. It's not that they're trying to even distance themselves from it. They're just sending it out to they're just sending it down to Florida. They're taking right. it out to the farm. Yeah. Like letting it live a, lo- a long life, long storied life. So Reed, you got anything on this? What's your take on this? You're, you're our uh, indigenous people's expert. Well, I did find something interesting. I was just trying to look up right now what actual land Washington D.C. is on. Uh, I think our oh, buddy Mark tribal, tribal lands. Nacochuk Tank, Nacochuk Tank, hmm. or something is Washington D.C. area. Mm-hmm. Um, I I uh, I got um, hooked on this article that I think 
I know I sent it to you guys, I think, about the, uh, mm-hmm. the native perspective of all of this. Well, a native person perspective yeah. uh, native of person. all of this. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, Lance Wetzel, who is a Blackfeet Indian, Blackfeet uh, indigenous person, uh, his father was the designer of the face that the team in Washington used on their uniform and in their logo. His dad's name was Walter Blackie Wetzel, and it's actually a portrait of John Two Guns Whitecalf, who is also the same uh, model for the Buffalo Nickel. I, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So his whole thing is that he's saddened, disheartened, and kind of upset that this Lance Wetzel, that that's, it's being removed uh, because he thinks that uh, the Native people are forgotten and that the logo lets people know uh, that indigenous people exist. This but feels a little bit like the descendants of the the woman who was the model for Aunt Jemima, right? Being upset that the name well, was, that yeah. it was changing. It's like, well, I get it because it's part. This is, you know, it's it's part of your family history. Whether it was done, you know, you know for the right reasons or, or not, it's, yeah, it's no doubt part of your family history. It also is part of your family's net worth for, for these people. I mean, they got licensing deals or copyright deals, or they took a big payment at some point along the way. I mean, the irony that I see in it is that it's the Blackfeet tribe, which is you guys ever been to Blackfeet country, like Glacier National Park, Northern Montana, Canada area. That's the Blackfeet country. I will never set foot on their land. And so I'm wondering, like, good man. I'm I'm wondering why the Blackfeet, well, this individual Blackfeet person is uh, is worried about the Redskins logo, unless it's only financially. I don't get it. I haven't heard, I follow a lot of uh, indigenous stuff online and, and read a lot of articles and I haven't heard this argument from anybody else. Um, th- this seems to me that it's clearly financial. I mean, so first of all, sending your, your, a face of one of your elders to the city of the, of the, uh, great father. I don't think that plays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a bit peculiar. Um, I do. There must be some financial reason that there that this guy spoke out, right? I mean, there's got to be. I mean, I didn't read anything uh, blatant, like, written like that. But that's my that was my first reaction was, oh well, this guy's been out of shape. But I think the the historical argument is legit, but that this is a financial problem or or uh, uh, ego honor problem, not a a racial problem for him. Well. Well, he has nothing to fear because the team in Cleveland and the team in Atlanta will continue to use their names, right? Right. There's nothing in the cards for them to remove. And the only reason that Chief Wahoo ever got removed from Cleveland is because MLB said, we're, we're not going to have the All-Star game in Cleveland if you right. have that racist icon. So, uh, again, you mess, with the, you mess with the white man's money. You get things done. Yep. Yeah, but, I just thought that was an interesting, like, kind of uh, inverted take on the whole thing. But it was by mm-hmm. the guy who was directly involved in the design and, mm-hmm. and all that, at least uh, generationally. Now, I mean, 
maybe he's still getting that Buffalo nickel money. Doubtful, but. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just that you just get a sitting fee for those. You right. Get, I will say get, Buffalo uh, nickel was the best nickel. Oh, yeah. Rank as, the nickel. As a nickel aficionado. Monticello's yeah. weak. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say Buffalo nickel, then the traditional Jefferson, and then the front-facing Jefferson that they are trying to pull up, pull over on us now. Yeah, the, all these new perspectives. Yeah, I don't need to see the front of Jefferson. Why don't they have like? Won't they have like legit sculptors, like artists, known, renowned artists design our our coins? That'd be cool. I got a buddy that's real into coins. We have this conversation all the time. <laughs> He's a numismatist. <laughs> He's a numismatist for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, are you saying you want art on there? Well, for sure. I think we should go to the more European model where we put like cultural figures on our money and it should be different sizes and different colors. Hmm. Um, I want to rock the cash register industry to its core <laughs> as well as the vending machine industry. <laughs> well, we are, we, we are in a, we are in a coin shortage. Uh, yeah. Right I just heard about that. That's wild. Yeah. And so there's a local supermarket that's saying they'll no longer provide coin uh, change. If you come in with cash, uh, that you, you will no longer, they'll no longer give back coins. So they, they're giving you two options. One, you can put it on your loyalty card and use it at another time. Uh, or uh, the second option is that you can donate the change. What's, the, what's so, causing the shortage? Nobody's spending cash? I don't know. Good question. I don't know. People are hoarding nickels. Yeah. I mean, I have a giant jar of coins in my house. Are they more valuable now? Is that what you're telling me? No, they're they're rare. Oh, look here. (laughs) Look, Look, Rowdy's got a coin book. Yeah, Yeah. that ponytail's hot to death. Just that wig. Just pulled out my my buffalo nickel collection here. Um, we're all sharing tonight i've got my olives you've got your buffalo yeah. nickels. Like find change, to hold up to the happened screen. in 37 or 38 huh. uh was when we changed to jefferson but yeah mm. that's mm. a good coin it's a nice coin so what's your bet what's your bet on what washington goes with i know ah, we well that's that that gets into a tricky issue sir okay what do you think um, well, if you talk to uh, a man named Martin McCauley, oh yes, Martin, uh, you will, uh, yeah, uh, you will quickly learn that uh, whatever name they go with, he probably owns. <laughs> uh, Martin McCauley, based on his website description, he is an Philip, sorry, Philip Martin McCauley. It goes by Martin, is an actuary and the author of best-selling books on pensions, investments, finance, mortgages, real estate, mathematics, actuarial science, cooking, massage therapy, anatomy, pregnancy, military history, military pictorials, and card games. Um, oh, now, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. He's not a best-selling author in all those things, right? Hey, you don't know that. Or is this like on aggregate? Like if you take all his books together. If you notice it was very carefully worded. He is yeah, he's the, with all that stuff, books. he's number one. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, he, this man, uh, who is a Hoosier, uh, he owns 44 nice. copyright uh, trademark claims 
for different team names, uh, which include the Washington Americans, Arrows, Bravehearts, Federals, Forces, Founders, Gladiators, Monuments, Natives, Pandas, Pigskins, Red-Tailed Hawks, Red-Tails, Red Wolves, Renegades, Sharks, Tribe, Veterans, Warriors, uh, and, and many others. Um, he actually started this in 2014, he says, as a joke, when a lot of people were talking about that. And this was after, again, Dan Snyder in 2013 said that they would never change the name. Uh, but the conversation kind of picked up again in 2014. So he said, you know what? I will uh, register for the copyright for the, uh, uh, the Washington Pigskins. So that was his first, his first team. Uh, team That's name. a swing and a miss there, Martin. I don't think it's pigskin. Well, he thought they'd keep the skin, though. He thought they'd keep skins. Uh, but so as a joke, he registered this. But he also bought 100 coffee mugs and then put them up for sale on the website. Um, and then uh, he said he looked into every possible name that people would have in a poll that was a realistic name and registered those as well. So he said he's in the market. <laughs> And so his That's smart. and and he even in his uh, he has a Twitter would account. Would you say now? Hold on, now Rowdy, would you say that he was trolling for names? No, well, he will say trolling the internet for names. He he will say he's not a troll. He's not a squatter. Mm-hmm. Um, he said well, no, he wouldn't because he creates merchandise, right? Exactly. Right. So yeah, exactly. So he he essentially said that he the game he. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he never he never applies for a registration without a bona fide intent to use the product. Uh, so every time he gets an application for a name, he uses that product in commerce. But doesn't he have to say that he has to say that to get a trademark uh, registered? You have to say I intend to use this in commerce, and uh-huh. then you actually, if you were ever investigated, you have to show that you used it in some yeah. fashion. And he does. So he, he wouldn't be like, nah, I wasn't really trying to do anything here. Because as soon as he says that, then he would lose the trademark. Am I, am I understanding this correctly? He, 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 well, he would still have he it would until, say. It, and, until it was contested. And the way, the way I understand it, even if, his, even if his hold on these names is shaky, which he even admits it is, uh-huh. um, it will it will basically it will hold up the the process of the of the team from Washington acquiring these names uh, longer than they want to be held up. Is so, this why they haven't released the name yet? It is. It is. They said last week they haven't released a new name because they're still going through the trademark process. Yeah. Now it sounds like though in his interviews that, that Martin, Martin isn't uh, uh, holding things up. Right. He, I mean, they didn't specifically say someone else has the name, right? No. So he he has said that um, he said that he's he has sent he sent an email I think July fourth to uh, to the uh, to Dan Snyder to the the team from Washington, mm-hmm. and they did not respond for like ten days, and so he says that now. Um, his, uh, his his take is well okay um, I am open to discussion uh, uh, I will entertain any offer they would like to make <laughs> so he, he said he said that they could have them for free 
Um, and, and he, and he says that all along when he was looking up these names and as, as you know, these are the most likely names to change, he felt like, yes, this team name should change. And I want to register them so that when, when, cause he knew it would happen, they will want to change their name. It's not going to be some jerk that owns it. That's going to make it hard for them. I will own them all. And then I can hand it over and I can expedite this process for them. Mm, mm. That's what, that's what he says. Um, I'm the good guy here. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I'm a good guy here. Exactly. And so, I mean, and so, like I said, I was just protecting the team from Washington and Daniel Snyder because uh-huh. he's such a nice guy that yep. I want to make sure that his interests are protected. Yeah. So he's he's been saying, uh, he said, like I said, he sent an email on July fourth saying that they could have the name any name they wanted for free. Uh, he's been saying that in his tweets. He's been saying that in interviews, and but they never responded. So now he says his response is. I never expected to make any money, but I will entertain any offer they would like to make. Oh yeah, I mean, why would you say you don't? You're not gonna sell. You don't plan on making any money. You right. know how many Alabama players play on on uh, Washington? At least get a skybox out of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and oh, yeah, he he. Uh, yesterday, I listened to an interview with him that was done by uh, Darren Heitner, who runs Heitner Legal, uh, which is a law firm whose areas of practice include sports law and contract law. And it was an interesting interview, uh, just to kind of hear hear from hear from him why he did this, what why this was his as he claims his his hobby. Uh, <laughs> well, as of today. Uh, this is weird, Darren, even for me. Darren Heitner actually represents him. Uh, so as of, as of today, he has retained Heitner Legal. That um, means there's and, money. Yes. So they sent uh, they, uh, Darren Heitner sent a letter to Dan Snyder uh, today saying, um, "Actually, uh, wait, I take this back. Uh, it's." It was posted today. The letter is dated July 17th, which is two days from now. Oh. So I'm not sure how this works. I'm not <laughs> aware. So I don't know what I don't know what the uh, I, I, yeah. Um, but he said, uh, as of today, Mr. McCauley has retained Heitner Legal PLLC to assist you and your organization should the franchise have any interest in rebranding to one of the marks or a similarly phrased mark referenced above. Mr. Mm-hmm. McCauley has no intention to stand in the way of the Washington NFL team. Instead, he simply wishes to open the door to discussion so that if the franchise is at all concerned about Mr. McCauley's trademark registrations or pending applications, the team is aware that there is nothing to fear. Mr. McCauley will gladly do whatever is in his power to clear a path for the Washington NFL team to rebrand itself without the need to incur substantial legal fees. Yeah. Just like a toll booth doesn't stand in my way from driving on that road. Right. Well, right. and, and as, uh, <laughs> as Martin McCauley said, uh, he, he feels like, you know, people keep bringing up that he's, he's being a roadblock. He's being a roadblock. He, he brought up the fact that, uh, over the weekend, as all these discussions were happening, the website for the uh, uh, trademark office was broken. So he's like, they couldn't have applied anyway, even if they wanted to. 
So he said, I'm not holding him up. If anything's holding him up, it's this. It's this Interesting. Yeah. It seems like all this has to do with com- the computer dude at the Redskins has clearly been <laughs> furloughed. Yeah, <laughs> the computer guy. Um, but he, he, he says that... Uh, Where's where's Ben? Where's computer Ben? Yeah. Where is he? Anybody seen that guy? Yeah. So he he knows that so so some of the names that have been bubbling up. So Dan Snyder has expressed interest in the Warriors. But um, that, that's, that, that's that, not well, enough. That's not enough. And he, he was reached out to by the uh, the the uh, trademark office and I think in 2019, and and he let that name lapse. So he's essentially said like, okay, I don't care. Like I'm, I I don't mm-hmm. care about this name. So the Warriors is is probably off the table. Um, but even, I mean, even if it's not, uh, Macaulay owns it. Um, <laughs> but the Red Wolves. And the, yeah. Let's say it was there. It's yeah. not there. <laughs> Red Let's Wolves. say you could use it. You can't use it. <laughs> two, two of the most popular names that have been floating around are the Red Wolves and the Red Tails. And the no, Red... I'd say I think it's going to be one of those two because they have the HTTR. Mm. It's the it's that hail to the, and mm-hmm. that's very popular. Just a shorthand HTTR. So I think they're going to want to keep that. If they haven't trademarked that, they should trademark that. And that's why I think it's going to be one of the R names. Macaulay also has that. Yes. <laughs> so our- what's interesting about that? You can't trademark it. Yeah. Even if you could trademark it, you can't trademark it. Uh, well, Arkansas State has the trademark for Red Wolves. Yeah, man. Don't, don't mess with Arkansas State. They, they, they sue anyone who tries to use it. So there's a, a nice. soccer team called the Chattanooga Red Wolves that is currently being sued by Arkansas State. Get on um, they are I think that trial will not happen until um, like 2021 anyway. So that that's just that, that's not yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> Macaulay brought up the fact that Snyder you hasn't okay? did you have a little stroke there, buddy? I think he did. <laughs> So, so Snyder does have enough money that he could probably buy the trademark for the Red Wolves from Arkansas State, but since they're a public university with a board of trustees, that's going to require months of public meetings, and oh, I like uh, it. And they don't have that time. Um, and he said he also Macaulay went on to say that some fans want Red Wolves so bad they're willing to wait one or two years for Snyder to buy the trademark from Arkansas State. But he says, I have a trademark for Washington Football Club that would be a good temporary name in the meantime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't get you into that Buick, but I can sell you an Oldsmobile. Yeah. (laughs) He says now, so so back in in 2015, he was asked, because this this is when Macaulay first blew up in the news. So back in 2015, he said- I love this guy. Oh, yeah. This guy's a pimp. (laughs) future <laughs> he said he i see no change for 10 years and then in 10 years i see the name changing to the washington warriors and if not the warriors then the americans that was in 2015 but now he says the only way i see this happening for the 2020 season opener is to use red tails renegades red hawks or americans renegades, have, isn't that an aaf team 
Although uh, they're probably defunct. Well, see, yeah, he, has, he has it registered as the Washington Renegades Gridiron Football. Uh, uh, and so he said... Uh, that is a dumb name. Gridiron said, Football? No. Says, I have the trademarks for both apparel and football games for all of those names. Um, and he says... Uh, he also went on to say, these are the names that the team could use to have a registered trademark before the season opener. The Veterans, Red Tail Hawks, a.k.a. Red Tails, Americans, Monuments, Federals, Renegades, Gladiators, Founders, Football Club, and Pandas. Um, pandas. But he's also this week been... Uh, Red Pandas or just Pandas? Just Pandas. Red Pandas would be better. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a DC Zoo Panda that's famous or something, but uh, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Huh. Um, that's just a middle also, finger to a Chinese team. This week he's been tweeting. So he does Ham have, fighters. Yeah. He has a website. Uh, Macaulay has a website, WashingtonMonumentsFootball.com. And if you, if you if you go to that website, I wish is, I will uh, it, it, it right is, now. It is yeah. just it is just football facts. So it has the number of players. Each team has eleven players on the field at a time, or eight for indoor football. Scoring touchdown equals six points. Field goal equals three points. Safety equals two points. Extra point equals one or two points. Winning the team with the most points at Winning. the end wins. <laughs> so that's his like. Hey, I made this website with information about football, and you can also buy merch for the Arrows, the Federals, the Founders, the Monuments, the Pandas, the Red Tail Hawks, the Warriors, the Veterans. Um, but he yeah, also this week has been Washington, Washington, Washington MonumentsFootball.com. Go to WashingtonAmericansFootball.com. Dude, that uh, that Red Tail Hawks, a pugilist, he's swole. Have you seen their logo? <laughs> Well, he he this uh, on July 10th, he tweeted multiple times. Um, I will be starting a flag football team named the Washington Monuments. I already have the trademark for the name Washington Monuments. I will be starting a flag football team named the Washington Veterans. I already have a trademark for the name Washington Veterans. And he tweeted another one for the Washington Americans and the Washington Red Tail Hawks. And he said, um, they go, they will go by their nickname, the Washington Red Tails. The dictionary definition of red tail is red tail hawk. So he's trying to cover his, his, his base. Uh, um, but huh. yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, the guy also, uh, he Hilarious. has like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, he is a, he is an author. So if you check out his Amazon page for Philip Martin McCauley, uh, you can find, you know, his books about massage therapy, <laughs> real estate, SAT practice, uh, on and on and on. But he'll also do things like he's got books like um, The Art of War and Alice in Wonderland that, you know, are, oh, are free. Exactly. But he's got basically his version of them so he can offer those and make money <laughs> off. Wow. <laughs> this is, I, I have so much respect for, for this man. He's just milking uh, the system. Yeah. He's exposed, poking holes in it. Well, he said, he's like, you know, he keeps talking about how this trademark thing is his hobby. And, he, and so he keeps being asked, like, how is this a hobby? And he's like, why would anyone think this is a fun hobby? Okay. Have you ever known of anybody who would pay for real estate school and then go pay to take the real estate exam with the with no intention of being a realtor and do that for fun? 
I did it. I did it in three states. I did that with stockbroker exams. I did it with CFA exams. I just have some hobbies that I don't expect other people to relate to. <laughs> this dude is awesome. Yeah, that's just that's just his his fun. Um, but like you know, he but he has spent he has spent real money on this. Uh, but he won't he won't say how much he spent on the merchandise and everything else. But he says. Rather than give you a number, I'll just compare it with some other expenses. I've done this over six years. If instead of doing this hobby, I'd gone to every home game and paid for parking and refreshments, that would have cost more than what I spent on this hobby. I watch the games at home and spend the money on this hobby. Why do people get bent out of shape about that? (laughs) (laughs) I love that he says it's a hobby. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just a hobbyist. I'm just a trademark hobbyist. Yeah. So you think, what do you think it's going to be Snoop? Uh, I think it'll be either. Well, I don't know about Red Wolves now. I was leaning Red Wolves. Fred Smoot, uh, Washington legend came out and said he liked Red Wolves. And I'd seen some mock-ups of their unis. And I think they're pretty sharp. They're very Washington state-esque. But I think oh, they're really sharp. Oh yeah, I've seen those. So he, I, I think it's going to be R. I could see Renegades. I mm-hmm. could see Red Tails. That's what I was leaning to before. Red, red tails. tails. Yeah. So I think that's where I'm. I'm landing on Red Tails. I think Americans doesn't work for me because mm-hmm. you already have the Washington that. Nationals. I, I don't hate I, that. Uh, you can't do Capitals because that's no. the name of their yeah. hockey team. Um, what about so yeah, monuments? I, I don't love that. Hail, no. hail to the monuments. Yeah. That's a lot of worship. The, uh, <laughs> the <Yeah>. Nationals, <laughs> the Washington Nationals own the Washington Senator's name. So you yeah. can have that. Other other names that other people besides Macaulay have been uh, registering include the Washington Braves, the Washington Freedom Fighters, the Washington Potomacs. The Washington Warhogs and the Washington Radskins. Oh my God, <laughs> I like that Redskins. Yeah, I, I think red of these Red Tails is my favorite. Yeah, it would just be because I've got like two or three of them that have been surrounding my house the last week or so. Oh, uh, yeah. maybe so that's I, an omen. I yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it could be, but um, yeah, you're a taste maker. Well, and the Red yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I gotta stop eating these olives. If you watch a movie, sorry, man. Uh, sorry, you're eating my hail. Um, when, whenever you see a movie and there's a, a bald eagle and it makes yep. a sound, you're actually hearing a red tail hawk because right. eagles, eagles uh, sound like dorks. So they, yep. they, so yeah, they I'm sound like that. dork. Yeah, they're the they, they sound like yeah they yeah. all those westerns and stuff. Yep, red tail hawk like goobers. Yep. So that's what I'm hearing when I'm when I'm sitting out in my on my back porch. I'm hearing. They, they're the, they're the Anthony Michael Hall of the aviary world. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> but all I've got to say is, uh, Philip Martin McCauley. We salute you, sir. Yeah. Ball of the week. Well I, done. I, I am proud that you are a Hoosier, and I think you deserve the Sagamore of the Wabash. Agreed. The highest honor that can be awarded to a Hoosier. That's yeah. true. That's yep. true. All right. All right what's what next, Rowdy? We have we have taken this to forty minutes. What else? Yeah. Do you and, uh, Tommy Tub- Tuberville. Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville does nothing. Respecting. But win. 
We're Tommy Tuberville does do nothing but win. I don't know how closely you guys watch uh, uh, runoff elections in the Deep South, but yesterday, Tommy <laughs> Tuberville. I'd say not closely. <laughs> former Auburn Tigers coach Tommy Tuberville just knocked the Keebler Elf, a.k.a. Jeff Sessions, mm. out of a shot to regain his seat in the Senate in the fall. Tommy yeah. has no political experience. Okay. The only experience Tommy has is winning. <laughs> All right. So let me give you a rundown of Tommy Tuberville's uh, resume here. From 95 to 98, he was at Old Miss. Mm-hmm. From 99 to 2008, he was at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Then a two-year jaunt from 10 to 12 at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting story that Snoop can follow that up with to leave to go to Cincinnati, where he was from 13 to 16. Uh-huh. So what happened when he left Texas Tech? <laughs> well, he skipped the check is basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, he dined and dashed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's all go back to 2012. It was a it was a great time. Uh Tommy Tuberville, coach of Texas Tech, in his second season, walking into his third. He's at dinner, uh, something most of us do every night, but he was at dinner with a recruit. So uh, the name of the recruit was uh, Devontae Danzi, an offensive lineman from a junior college. They order their food. Tuberville says he has to step out real quick. Food comes. Tuberville never comes back. <laughs> Just left. Left the, the meeting. <laughs> They had no idea where he went. They thought he went to the bathroom. Apparently, like, he took a phone call from Cincinnati. He left. The next day, he was announced as the new coach of the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. <laughs> he literally left a recruiting event for Mr. Danzi to go take another job. Bearcats. Now, but you had mentioned he was the uh, coach at Ole Miss. This was not... This was not unprecedented for Tommy Tuberville. That's In right. 1998, when he was the old Miss coach, he said, they're going to have to take me out of here in a pine box. They'll have to carry me out of here in a pine box. He's not leaving. He's going to uh, die at this job. And what have what we, we learned th- from these empty promises that this what, is what well, happens to, yeah. to coaches that end up in Alabama? Wait seven days and they take the job in Auburn. That's right. That's what we learned. So that's, that's what he right. did there too. So now, Tommy Tuberville, you uh, Tommy, have no you're real liar. allegiance. You're he, a liar. The, his only allegiance is to winning. That's all it <laughs> is. That's all winning, it is. No. But, but, but really just winning at one location. Like you looking at this. His real allegiance is to his real allegiance is to the flag and not Sharia law. That's what mm. his allegiance is to. Yes, exactly. we, will, we, we can get to his immigration policy. I have lots of thoughts. It is quite interesting. Yeah. But I want a few, I got a few trivia questions here. Yeah. Now, Tommy Tuberville did beat the University of Alabama six times in a row. Hmm. All right. He was seven and three against Bama in his career. Okay. Uh, I think he won the SEC maybe four times. I was reading about it earlier, but. Out of, let's see here, about 260-ish games, Snoop, what's his record? He coached roughly 260 games, 258. Uh, What's about 65%, 160? 
on the nose, sir. One fifty nine and ninety nine. Is that yeah? There you go. One fifty nine, seven and three in the bowls. Ten bowl appearances That's not bad. in his career. What bowls did he play in, though? Uh, he won a big Sugar Bowl. They had an undefeated year where they beat—I forget who it was—in the Sugar Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yep. Uh, big Sugar Bowl win. <clears throat> but he also now is winning in politics. He ran with no political experience again against Jeff Sessions in a runoff to see who was going to run against. I think his name is Dan Jones, the Democrat that's uh, the senator Doug, now. Doug, Doug, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Same name uh, as another Hoosier who uh, has starred in Pan's Labyrinth, uh, oh, Star Trek yes. Discovery. Oh, uh, yeah. Any you'd see a tall, lanky creature. Good old uh, Doug. It's Doug Jones. Ball State right. alum. He's a cardinal, I sure, believe. Sure. Yeah. So, so uh, he beat Lou Saban six times, huh? He beat Lou. No, not all Lou Sabans, just oh. Alabama. Uh, <laughs> I think he did get Lou a couple times, but that uh, wasn't six straight. Why are you calling him Lou Saban? Well, that's what uh, Donald Trump referred to Nick Saban as when he was talking to Tommy Tuberville the other Doesn't day. You know, it's Carl. Right. Back to like episode one of sports, 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 and realize it's Carl Saban. Carl Saban, right? <laughs> so he won by twenty-one points. And if you look at the map, um, uh, the Keebler Elf only won three counties in all of Alabama. Now, Snoop, you brought up an interesting point off air. Yeah as to how Bama fans voted in this election. You can kind of guess how Auburn fans voted, but how did Bama fans vote? Is so is the Auburn hate, does is the Auburn real? hate transcend into poli- from sports into politics? Is this real? This is real. Hey, you brought up the question, man. I know, but I didn't really think that this was this. Oh, I've got the stats to support it. Here we go. Yeah. Auburn. Okay. University of Auburn is in Lee County, Alabama. Mm -hmm. Coach Tuberville won Lee County by 44 points. (laughs) 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 To a guy who has been a senator in Alabama. Gotcha. Now, let's move west, all the way west across the state. Okay. Tuscaloosa County. Uh Uh-huh. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Hold of the home of the Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. Coach Tuberville in Tuscaloosa County plus five. He won Tuscaloosa County. Really? He won it by five points. I was, Isn't it, that wild? It's because it's because of football. It's not. Yes, a, it's not a, he was a good coach. He was 159 and 99. Beat Bama six years in a row. Got to give it to him. Yeah, got to give it to him. Because if you are in Alabama and you are a football coach, you are seen as a five-star general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly you've, right. You've you've been in combat. Yeah, thank you for your service, There's, sir. That's right. And this is then. So if he was able to win by that. It was still a thin margin, but but plus five's pretty good. Yeah, plus five's still pretty good. Yeah, and I think this is the epitome of the SEC chant, right? I mean, I, this is this. Yep. If you this is all SEC. Oh man, well he's not us, but SEC. 
It's yeah. us against well, them. I think that is, think this is empirical evidence to your point. Isn't the SEC just a, a loose confederacy of teams anyway? And Texas. And, in, a, in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the worst of Texas and the confederacy. I mean, but 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 in 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 uh, actual oh, definition, like this is a group that will that has its own interests, but will come together when there is a greater uh, uh, a greater cause, right? So, I mean, much more so than any other conference. Right? It's like when Skeletor and Hordak would team up in Masters of the Universe. I, I'm unfamiliar. They each have their own agendas, but if they can if you if they so. stopping He-Man, they're, they're going to do a team-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a utilitarian approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. It's uh, pragmatic. It's truly American, if you will. So what do you think? What's what's? Uh, do you think that this is able to carry over? Or, or do they start saying, well, you know, D- Doug Jones isn't so bad. And, you know, he never no. coached at Auburn. No, because yeah, uh, Tommy Tuber- Tuberville was backed by Trump, and Trump's highest state approval rating is in Alabama. But so was Moore. That's right. Alabama's when, been in the limelight a lot lately. When he ran, did the run of Jones, yeah, Roy Moore was backed by Trump too. Yeah. yeah. But he was also a pederast, so at least yeah. that wins that yeah. gets defeated in Alabama. You think that that's worse than being a coach at Auburn? Being a pederast? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Slightly. Yeah. We might want to check in with some of the callers of uh, Feinbaum show to double check that <laughs> fact. Yeah. <that's laughs> real. They may disagree, real. sir. But to get real quick, we're running out of time here, but real quick, just to lightly touch on Tommy Tuberville's uh, politics and particularly his views on immigration. Yes, Rowdy is right. America is now being ruled by Sharia law. And surprisingly, most people don't know this, (laughs) but there are more Muslims coming across the Mexican border than there are Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing that. It's an invasion. That's People right. We're being invaded, and they're going to take over and create their own caliphate in America. So, who's when? In what context was did he wrongly say this? Does it matter? <laughs> I just, uh, no. Was, he he appeared with uh, he appeared with uh, U.S. Representative Bradley Byrne. Uh, at a uh, at, at the Mid Alabama Republican Club. This was back okay. in February, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and he said, um, "I've been in city. I've been in the cities, folks. You can't drive through a neighborhood. You got to drop it down. You got to drop it down a little lower. Tell them uh, kind of down here. molasses in there. because terrorism has taken over, taken over." Yeah, there you go. Sharia law has taken over. Folks, there are places you can go in this country where you're not wanted. In our country, I mean, this is not the Middle East. And he said, you know, (laughs) my goodness, goodness, if we're going to allow them to change our culture and our country, because they're going to get their hands on the Constitution one day, and when they do, it's over. 
They want to get it for one reason, that electoral college. If they haven't knocked that out, we're done. We're done. We will not happen. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh, So it's a good way of him at least acknowledging that uh, the electoral college is no longer representative of the majority of people. I also have a quote here uh, from Mike Gundy about this, and he said – He's got my vote. Oh, what county of Alabama does Mike Gundy vote in? Hey, man, he's not concerned about that. <laughs> now, how, wait, it depends. Like, I'll, he didn't vote. Actually say I'll vote wherever I want. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm all in. It could be how long is his mullet? Because it could stretch all the way to Alabama. Like, it could True. technically be allowed to vote in Alabama. Yeah. That Kentucky uh, waterfall is going to flow all the way to Tuscaloosa County. Yeah, uh, fans would be less offended if an Oklahoma team joined the SEC instead of a Texas team. Mm. That's, that's a good question. Another Texas team, <laughs> although they like recruiting those Texas dudes. Yeah, crutes. They like them crutes. All them crutes. Them Florida but, crutes. I mean, Texas, Texas is about to be full of Muslims, so maybe yeah, not. True. If now, they're already there. Let me ask you this, dude. Coach Potatoville, he 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 worked for a public college, right? He's worked for public college. Correct, correct. Right. The, the, the land grant university of Alabama. Okay. All, all of the big he's had have been public universities. Because mm-hmm. one of the other uh, one of his other uh, political points is that he wants to abolish the U.S. Department of Education because he thinks that the modern system of education is leading America's children towards socialist views and disrespectful behavior. Well, that socialist system probably made him the highest paid person in Alabama for many years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, now, let's not, let's not invoke any logic in this conversation. Right. Uh, actual facts. <laughs> yes. But hey, in closing, in all closing. I can say about Tommy is he wins. He he's wins. He's a winner. He keeps winning. And he's probably going to win against Doug Jones, unfortunately, and that's going to be a circus. Yeah. I mean, even when you've got all of your former players, a lot of your former players saying, I don't recognize this man anymore. Right. Yeah, but do you think? Okay, so is that just him being uh, an opportunist, like he was from Ole Miss to Auburn, and like he was from Tech to to Cincinnati, Cincinnati? Uh, I mean, is is he just an opportunist, or is he yeah, actually? I say, yeah, I would say he do, is. Do I care? Is he's he just trumping it. Back in yeah. two thousand five, he said, "I'm a salesman. I sell every day." Yeah, and that's what he's doing now. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's it's the Trump blueprint. Yeah, and I mean, wild, racist, immigration, immigration, and in, win. In a team yeah. chat, he said, God sent us Donald Trump because God knew we were in trouble. And be right. a religious so, zealot. Yeah, yes, exactly. that's also in so, there. So, yeah. That's like it's, saying God sent us dynamite because he knew we had all these matches. <laughs> well, they got to move these rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't care either way whether or not he believes it because, I mean, what are we – we're in like the Mother Night paradox where yeah. regardless of whether or not you believe what you're saying, you're it's espousing – it's still out there and you're still creating uh, hate. And, oh, uh, I thought you meant it's still Alabama, so who cares? <laughs> we have to care, that, man. I need to reread Mother Night. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, I think you might have missed it. Well, that's yeah. it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jeb Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is? The Honorary Ball Boy of this week is a Palestinian named Hami Iman, who runs Ooh. a store just few pa- a few paces from the Western Wall in Jerusalem called Alabama, the Heart of Dixie where you can purchase such things as coasters that say shalom y'all or prayer rugs that have Alabama printed on them. Now, is this this real life? This is real. Now, is he, is he a, is he a Potatoville supporter? No, he was a, he thinks that Nick Saban should be the next president. He, he lived in Alabama as a student for six years in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. And he what said most of his merchants are Americans from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think about uh, the idea of Nick Saban becoming president? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod <laughs> at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?